Hello. Hello. How are you? I am done with grades. I posted them. I'm done with my semester. I put my vacation email responder up. I'm ready. Oh, you settled on the language. (laughs) (laughs) I just wrote something down. If people are weirded out by it, whatever. I'm off contract, period. (laughs) Uh, Started working on some videos. Uh I have videos planned for this week. I have a couple live streams scheduled for this week. One on Thursday with other professors. Animal Crossing fun. Mm -hmm. And then um, one... On Friday is the Quidditch weekend event. Mm-hmm. So that one's going to be on YouTube starting at 11 a.m. That's a lot. Yeah. Are you taking a vacation? This is my vacation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I thought. <laughs> it's hot. Uh-huh. It's going to be 100 degrees it's in be here. Way hotter on. I don't know, later in the week. So pretty soon I'm going to start sweating on these pretty noticeably, <laughs> but that's just the way that that goes. Well, you can wake up really early with me and do podcast episodes. Well, yeah, that sounds worse. <laughs> I, know, right? I have to sleep when it's cool out. There's no way I can mm. wake up early. Uh, we move the table. Yeah, I reorganized this whole room. Mm-hmm. This is my room. It's your room. <laughs> I got the other desk. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> or Jeffrey got no more out. converting one one person set up to another. Yeah. Anything else going on? I don't think so. It's supposed to be 109 on Saturdays <laughs> or Thursday or something. So mm-hmm. look forward to that. All right, you ready? Yep. Okay. One's ready. Turn to page 327. Dobby's reward. Today's lesson is called "Speak Your Fear." He has the little diary. Yes, he does. Synopsis. The chapter begins with Harry, Ron, Ginny, and Lockhart exiting the Chamber of Secrets and proceeding to Dumbledore's office. They find a distraught Mr. and Mrs. Weasley there, along with Professor McGee and Professor Dumbledore. Harry recounts what happened in the chamber, culminating with Dumbledore revealing his expectations that Voldemort was involved. Dumbledore shares that Lord Voldemort was once a student named Tom Riddle, and that the diary must have bewitched Ginny. Harry and Dumbledore continue the conversation in private, and after Dumbledore shares that Voldemort must have imprinted on Harry, Harry admits that the sorting hat told him he would do well in Slytherin. Dumbledore highlights that it was precisely Harry's insistence on not being put in Slytherin that illustrated the difference between he and Voldemort, and shows Harry that he pulled the sword of Gryffindor from the sorting hat. Finally, Lucius Malfoy shows up, Dobby in tow, astonished that Dumbledore has returned after having been removed by the governors. Dumbledore exposes Lucius's lies, and Dobby gestures to Harry that the diary belonged to Malfoy. Harry feigns giving Malfoy the diary back and puts his sock into it, which Lucius discards into Dobby's hands, accidentally freeing him from his slavery. The story ends with Harry and the Weasleys reunited with Hermione, enjoying the end of a wild and scary year at Hogwarts. We didn't watch the end of the movie. I forgot to watch the end of the movie before this episode. It's okay. We'll watch the full it's movie. It's like magic. Before the, uh, the book one. 
But, okay, first of all, I find it very impressive that the teachers let Harry talk and explain the story to them for 15 minutes straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. I can't imagine that happening at all. <laughs> or without, Mr. and Mrs. Weasley. Without, yeah, without any interruption. <laughs> but Harry just, like, tells, like, all the missed opportunities he had to tell Dumbledore anything. It's like, mm-hmm. here it is, all, like, have her 18 chapters, 17 chapters worth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I also found it very interesting that uh, Dumbledore said very few people know that Lord Voldemort was once ta- called Tom Riddle mm-hmm. and how that's kind of it's like so sneaky. But then I was thinking about the timeline of it all like the diary was 50 years ago. Yeah. So I guess reasonably, even if there's even if there was like a lot of people like people who went to school with him were like, oh, man, Tom Riddle's Lord Voldemort now or whatever. <laughs> then, Whoa. you know, fading away kind You're of You're talking like, about the class reunion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do with your life? <laughs> Moldy Voldy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I just found that like interesting as well of like this is part of the secrecy of it and maybe also why harry well harry himself i've already ranted about harry not like studying up on Voldemort or knowing anything about Mm -hmm. the history of anything yeah but um even more so of people not recognizing or making that connection of you have it's like two completely different people which is i guess kind of the point of like the distinction of who tom riddle is and who lord voldemort is even though they're obviously the same person, but people... Yeah, I mean, I think it's an externalization of the fact that people don't like to consider where evil was before it was evil. Yeah. I mean, he I think, like... He was boy. He was, like... And even if we want to talk about, like, Tom Riddle already having been evil at that point in his life, there still is, like, a, the boogeyman culture, right, where it's just, like, oh, you know, he's, he's, yeah. he's a manifestation of everybody's fear, so it's not really a... It doesn't even matter where he came from to them. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's particularly telling that Dumbledore seems to be the only person who cares where he came from. Mm. And uh, obviously we'll find out that Dumbledore has different touchstones with with Tom Riddle. But we already found one in this book, right, with the the flashback. Yep. Yep. I mean, the name is always an interesting one to me. I I think it's... I like... Um, for example, the fact that he still has his uh, services to the school award still displayed, right? right? Yeah. And like no and one would Tom even Riddle. think twice because they don't even know that mm-hmm. it's him. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like if that was documented as if people were actually keeping track and being like, I don't know. It just I know that it's messy and complicated. And that's why like the 50 year span kind of um, makes me pause and be like, all right, calm down. Like that's a lot of time for something to develop or of different people to have like an uh, an awareness of this dude Tom Riddle and his association with Lord Voldemort. But if we documented this in history, then we would know Tom Riddle equals Lord Voldemort. Ron would have seen it when he is like uh, cleaning and be like, "Hey, Lord Voldemort," or uh, when the diary introduces himself to Harry, he'd be like, "Oh, special my award God. for services to the school." presented to lord Voldemort. lord Voldemort. <laughs> yes let's change the name on the black <laughs> names are a funny thing i mean i think it's tied into the theme mm. that i was thinking about of speaking your fear like you there's it cuts across the whole story the fact that like people won't use his name and so like it, it's just again embodying the sense of like oh if you're afraid like 
yeah hide, hide from it mm-hmm. as opposed to like speaking it out loud because you might find that it's not as scary as you thought it was yeah and the memory slash not memory tom riddle was basically bragging to harry about like oh one day people will fear to speak my name and or whatever like yeah it's just yeah it's really interesting um also i noted that as much as i have in the past talked about how much dumbledore frustrates me (laughs) i do kind of even though it is kind of annoying i do appreciate that he's making harry like sit through and reflect and like process what he's been thinking internally in his head and saying it out loud Mm -hmm. so it could have been just as easy for dumbledore to be like or when harry's like oh voldemort says i'm like him or whatever tom whatever whoever however he refers to him but i'm like him and it would have been easy for dumbledore to be like no you're not and just Mm -hmm. like say that point blank but he was like what do you think and so like it it finally forces harry to speak his fear and say like the sorting hat thought that i should be that i would do well in slytherin and like he has to confront that and do this of course in private with dumbledore but dumbledore is basically pushing him to confront that and to kind of speak it out loud so that he can process it somehow Mm -hmm. Mm because i feel like with harry it's probably easy to just be stuck in your head and like isolate yourself i mean so i did appreciate that from Dumbledore in this chapter even though the first times that I read it I was like Dumbledore just come on you're dragging it out but I feel like I appreciate it more now Mm. Mm. yeah I mean people have to come to their own conclusions if they're ever gonna change right it doesn't help that Dumbledore recognizes that Harry is different uh in the ways that he is unless Harry recognizes it himself I mean I think Dumbledore is He's just so enigmatic. I mean, he he is clearly the archetypal, like, wise master in the sense that he he doesn't seem to make many mistakes. I mean, we'll mm-hmm. find out that he, he has made a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some he holds on to, and he'll make some more. But for the most part, he has this, like, 3D chess thing going on where he's, like, playing this game that no one else is paying any attention to with, like, yeah. hiding the sword in the, the hat and mm-hmm. having Fox stay and all this sort of stuff. and Yeah. It makes me wonder... I, I have wondered this, and I don't know if I ever came to any sort of, like, resolution in my own thinking about... Uh, obviously, Dumbledore knew Tom Riddle and, like, was a teacher and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also had... He knows Harry Potter now, and it's, of course... Of course, like, from this conversation, Dumbledore clearly believes that Harry and Voldemort are two very different people because he has the famous quote where he's talking about your choices. Mm -hmm. But it also makes me wonder about uh, Dumbledore's interactions with Harry, like how much of it is shaped by his previous interactions with Tom Riddle Mm -hmm. and like the kind of like, oh, if I had done this or that or whatever. I mean, clearly it's more complicated than it's not Dumbledore's fault that Tom Riddle turned into Lord Voldemort, but it does make me wonder about um, Dumbledore's relationship with Harry and how that might reflect his past experiences with Tom Riddle or any other people from his past, you know? Well, yes. And just to stay on Dumbledore for a little bit longer, like I've always, the the only sort of real criticism that I've held for a long time about Dumbledore uh, 
is sort of this idea that he, he doesn't seem to be present in the students' lives, like in general, right? But I think that there's a there is a more charitable interpretation of what he's doing, which is that he is he is he is outward facing from Hogwarts, so he is trying to protect the school from outside forces and allow the students and teachers to do what they need to do. And and in real life, uh, we've had this experience like that is an incredibly valuable thing to have mm-hmm. in a school leader, mm-hmm. and not many of them do it. Most of them are inward looking and would be hypercritical, like Umbridge will be. Uh, when she's whatever she is mm-hmm. in book five, where it's like, well, I, you know, I'm going to be like, I'm going to react to outward pressures and like bring them on top of my students and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But more, he's more so like he's willing to fall kind of on the sword and be like, oh, well, yep, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's interesting. I mean, it's a great chapter. It it surprised me. The thing that surprises me the most reading it at this sort of interval pace, because usually I just mow these books down, mm-hmm. is just how long Dobby is absent. Yeah. Yeah. Dobby just pops it. So basically Dobby's the, at the beginning and then... Uh, how many times him, do we see him? I think just twice In the before. bedroom. Oh, no, sorry. Three times, right? Bedroom. Uh, and then hospital wing. Oh, wait. Is that it? Yeah, because we don't see him. That's when we learn about the the platform closing. We don't see him at the platform. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. Oh my gosh, Dobby. Oh my goodness, Dobby. Dobby. What, was, what was something that I wrote down about? Uh, oh, it was uh, <laughs> the quote that I wrote down towards the end. Where uh, so okay, I don't know. I don't know. If, I'll, I have to back up just a little bit. So. Dumbledore, Lucius, and Harry, <laughs> which everyone by now knows how I feel about Lucius. So he walks in, and uh, Dumbledore is coming in strong with yeah. some, sh- it's subtle, not so subtle shade, and then the gesturing the veiled, from, uh, huh? The veiled threats. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's given Lucius a oh taste of gosh. his own medicine. And like, Dobby right, do, in the background being like, ah! And Harry clicking, and then Harry comes through, and I, I wrote to myself, "Oh, no wonder in the movie Lucius comes in with the Avada, <laughs> being provoked by a twelve-year-old." Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! But then when Harry does the freeing of Dobby with the sock on the book and throws it at Lucius, who tosses it aside, um, so Dobby is of course very thankful, and then Harry was like. Just promise never try to to try to save my life again. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> dagger to the heart, literally. Oh my oh. god! And so I have all these crying face mm-hmm. emojis in my nose. I see them. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh yeah, my Dobby Abby. is such an interesting character, and the books flesh him out a lot more than the movies. Because mm-hmm. like we don't even, I don't even think in the movies we see him in book four or in movie four, but we'll see him in book four. I don't, I don't know if he's in Prisoner of Azkaban at all, but. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he is actually. But I think it'll be fun to watch him grow and and kind of relive why he becomes such a such a fan favorite cuz at this point like it's not like okay, we're supposed to I believe pity the fact that like he abuses himself and Yeah, and he's a and slave. And he's a slave, <laughs> yeah. which is perfectly reasonable, but outside of that we haven't necessarily gotten to see him very much. Yeah. So like the connection is strong but but uh 
infrequent and mm-hmm. it's it, i think it'll be fun to sort of see where that goes mm-hmm. yeah and then i think the other like speaking your fear is uh jenny right i mm. mean oh it, poor jenny i feel yeah, so bad yeah it's for terrible yeah. it really is right because like what exactly her fears are I think it's coming off weak to her brothers, right? That's why she mm. never quite gets to the point of telling them what is actually bothering them, her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I'm certain that she felt some kind of internal struggle. And I think her character development bears this out of wanting to be independent and saying like, I, whatever's happening, happening to me, like I can overcome it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it was that sort of self-reliance was being preyed upon, right? Because she was like pouring more and more into the diary as opposed to outward. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a, it's a, she fed the fear, right? They were like, they were kind of eating each other of like, well, these weird things are happening and I don't want to tell anybody. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell this other thing. Yeah. And it, weird things will keep happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jenny, well, first of all, she's just a little first year. I know. She, this has happened in her first year at Hogwarts. Uh, I don't know it's if It's arguably more crazy than Harry's first year. Yeah. Yes. She got possessed. Yeah. And, and uh, killed some chickens. And yeah. <laughs> it was wild. By the Dark Lord. By a memory Winston. weird... Yeah, by Winston. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if I mentioned this before, but... Uh, the reason that the Weasleys have seven kids is because uh, our, Molly and Arthur wanted to have a daughter. Right. And so, obviously, their first six kids were mm-hmm. uh, boys. And so, I think that... Because Ron has some baggage there probably as well. Yeah. Right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Little Ron. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, I mean, Jenny's the youngest. She's the only girl. And I, I'm sure... So, now I'm reflecting on, like, at the very, very end, Harry's like... Ginny, what was it that you were gonna that you saw Percy doing? And she mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, he was kissing Penelope. Like he has a girlfriend." What? And I'm sure that she like held that secret because, you know, she's sensitive also, and like mm-hmm. her thing with Harry Potter as well. You know, like there's there's a lot going on there. So I'm excited that Ginny is a is now a new character yeah, for sure. in the series. Yeah. Oh, poor Ginny. Uh, So I looked up some stuff about the sword in Gryffindor, even Mm. though I knew a little bit about it. So the sword is um, inset with rubies, and rubies is apparently the gem that is... So the Hogwarts house, um, the little thing that keeps track of the house points, Mm -hmm. um, it's filled with gems, different colored gems for each house. And so rubies go for Gryffindor. It's the red that uh, keeps track of the progress for the points for each house or just for Gryffindor house. Uh, the sword was made for Godric Gryffindor, which I have our chocolate card, chocolate frog card. Uh, so it was made by Ragnac the First, who was finest of the Goblin Silver Smiths. Um, and when it was finished, Ragnac coveted it so much that he pretended that Gryffindor stole it, mm-hmm. and uh, and he sent minions to try to steal it back Mm -hmm. and so there there is this rumor about so like there like this is this is actually yeah this is actually a rumor in the wizarding world like about godric gryffindor um uh, i think grip hook will uh claim that that is true 
in book yeah, seven. Yeah, so that'll come back later. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, so this, what I'm talking about, is from Wizarding World Pottermore, so written by J.K. Rowling. So it okay. is canon OG <laughs> stuff. <laughs> um, and so Gryffindor defeated him with his wand, did not kill the attackers, but sent them back and was like, if you ever come for me again, I'll, <laughs> I'll destroy you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he'll use the sword to destroy them. And so they were like, all right, cool. We're chill, I guess. <laughs> and then, <laughs> um, yeah, so J.K. Rowling wrote, like, the re- like why would, why would you need a sword? Like, you have magic. You have wands. So apparently, before the Statute of Secrecy was made, Wizards mingled freely with muggles and would use swords to defend themselves rather than, uh, or to defend themselves just as often as they would use wands. So that's, I guess, a reason. And of course, the founders are super old, so like, I guess it makes sense mm-hmm. if you use wands and swords. Yeah, it's a very Merlin-esque part of the uh, the lore, right? We typically yeah. see him like alongside of King Arthur in that, and. Mm-hmm. He tends to also be a combatant at times. It depends. I mean, there's a lot of interpretations, but yeah. Uh, she wrote, indeed, it was considered unsporting to use a wand against a muggle sure, sword. Sure, yeah. I but that didn't stop people from doing it. Sure, so of course. Well. Yes, of course. Um, oh, and so on his card, it says that, of course, he's one of the four famous founders. He was mm-hmm. the most accomplished dueler of his time, an enlightened fighter against muggle discrimination and the first owner of the sorting hat which is Ooh, also I, nice that i it looked goes up a little hand. bit of the sorting hat. oh nice so i think we've talked a bit about it before uh-huh. so just a couple of small things first was that uh it didn't it wasn't an object in the early drafts of harry potter hmm. there's an interview with jk rowling where she talks about like how they were dealing sorted. with sorting mm-hmm. and she couldn't really come up with anything. And at least in the story that she tells, it was brief. She was like, so I was just like, I'll just start listing ways that people can be be like chosen. She's like, eeny, meeny, miny, moe, blah, blah, blah. And then eventually she's like pulling names from a hat, pulling pulling names from a talking hat, putting on a talking hat. And yeah. that was like what she said. Awesome. And the other thing was that I committed to memory that I thought was interesting is that there's a concept called the hat stall. Did we talk yes, about we this? Yes, we did talk I about the hat remember. stall because McGonagall is a hat stall. Yeah, so was uh, Pettigrew, Peter Pettigrew. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't remember. Did we talk about it on the podcast? Uh, because Hermione. It took a very long time for the hat to uh, think about Hermione. Oh, I didn't remember if we talked about it. Yeah. Uh, book one. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's been some time. That's going to happen right, right, more right. and more frequently. Yeah. But I'm sure... You we know, talk about Harry Potter all the time. So yeah, we'll yeah, be like, yeah, did yeah, we yeah, say yeah. that here or did we say that somewhere else? But yeah, so I think um, McGonagall was Ravenclaw Gryffindor and Pettigrew was Slytherin Gryffindor. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Hat stalls. I Uh, think also mentioned was Lockhart, but he didn't quite make the classification of a hat stall, which apparently needs to be at least five minutes. Yes. But uh it took a a decent amount of time between uh, Slytherin and wherever he wound up, Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Yeah. Freaking Lockhart. Mm Uh, so J.K. Rowling also talked about, so like, of course, there's parallels and stuff. So Excalibur, mm-hmm. you know, for sure, the sword sure. of Gryffindor, like where ideas come from. Um, but something that stood out to me, because I'm, so I'm going to skip the stuff that we'll see later on uh, with the sword of Gryffindor. Mm. Um, but she wrote in this excerpt that she's most interested in what happens when cultural beliefs collide. So in the Harry Potter books, 
the most militant of the goblin race consider all goblin made objects to be theirs right. by right although a specific object might be made over to a wizard for his lifespan upon a payment of gold which is in wizards it's a rental yes mm-hmm. <laughs> which is in wizards like muggles believe that once payment has been made the object belongs to them and their descendants or uh, legalities in perpetuity. This mm-hmm. is a clash of values without a solution because each side has a different concept of what is right. And mm-hmm. I just find that so fascinating yeah. that it's, I mean, it's great because it yeah. comes up again. <clears throat> it does, right? That's basically what Grip Book references. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, that it's like offensive to them that wizards pass down things mm-hmm. that they have bought from goblins or just in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's quite interesting. I mean, it's definitely a different approach to what prop property means, like yeah. belonging to the maker versus the purchaser. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we we see those types of debates at times with like entertainment, music, right? Yeah. So it's it it that there's definitely a conflict there of like what exactly purchasing something means. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, so I also have a card on Salazar Slytherin. Okay. Because he is, yeah, that is the actual, uh, the book. <laughs> and it's a bookmark, actually, funny That's enough. That's neat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use it. Um, Where did you get that? It was, oh, actually, it was courtesy of WV. <laughs> ah, not sponsored right shout now. Shout out, shout <laughs> out to WV. Mm-hmm. Um, as uh, for the Harry Potter launch that we had a different, yeah. like cool. a little gift bag. Uh, with other, I mean, spoiler alert, we all know that this is a Horcrux. So mm-hmm. it was it, this along with the, <gasps> the other Horcruxes What's that are Horcrux? on the show. Yeah, surprise. What's a Porky? What's a Porky? All so right. we have Salazar Slytherin, also a famous founder. Mm-hmm. Um, he was one of the first recorded parcel mouths in accomplished legilimens and a notorious champion of pure blood supremacy, obviously. His last remaining heir was Lord Voldemort. Mm-hmm. And that's what Dumbledore said. That's he said what that. Dumbledore said. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Which so, gives us even more insight to how much Dumbledore has Dumbledore, researched oh this gosh. man. Yes. yes. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. uh, before I forget, another yeah. thing. There was a claim on Pottermore, wherever I found it, the, one of the wikis, uh-huh. that the, the sorting hat uses legitimacy. Mm, yes, yeah. I did see that as well. Which I thought was kind of interesting. There is an entry by J.K. Rowling about sorting hats, but I don't remember if there's... I, I could have looked mm. it up. We can look it up in the next book, I guess, <laughs> if mm. we haven't already talked about it. Um, okay, so the other thing, though, is that there is there seems to be clear evidence that uh, the chamber was opened more than once between the death of Salazar and the entrance of Tom oh. Riddle. This is according to... Wizarding World what? writing. It's called, uh, it, the entry is called Chamber of Secrets by J.K. Rowling. Um, so in there, that's what it says, that there the chamber has been open before Tom Riddle. So that brings me back to the quote by Dumbledore where he's like, it's our choices. So I don't, I don't know the situation or the circumstances. They're not detailed in here about like who opened the chamber before or like what those circumstances were. But... This is also the writing where we have sometimes people refer to it as poop gate. So uh, <laughs> or witches and wizards used to relieve themselves and just magic it away mm-hmm. before uh, plumbing. So plumbing at some point was installed in Hogwarts. And so that's how it ended up that the entrance 
to the Chamber of Secrets became in the girls' bathroom. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, this was after. So whoever did it must have known because they put yes, this iconography. They, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they put icons. Yeah, they put iconography. The little, they put snakes. Something. Yes, <laughs> they put snakes on a uh, faucet. So it made me think about like, okay, well, if okay, let's say people knew about it or where it was or even opened it before, then if the according to bins this like legend carries on of like there's this monster to unleash then that means whoever opened it before chose not to or so that's one interpretation they chose not to unleash mm-hmm. what or search to unleash this thing this monster um the other interpretation which i think tom riddle slash lord voldemort believes is that oh no one was as strong or powerful worthy. as me to so be able to do it up or yeah so that's what I was thinking of when I was like, wait a second. She said that the chamber was open before. So, I interesting. Don't know. Yeah. Another interesting thought. Well, I know we're planning to do a uh, end of book video mm-hmm. where we maybe talk about the book at large. Mm-hmm. Do you have any closing thoughts about the chapter? Um, I think that it's a it's quite a satisfying ending mm-hmm. because Lucius gets sacked. Mm-hmm. Lockhart can't remember anything. He gets fired. Can we fired. talk about how Dumbledore knows that Lockhart was using this magic? Because he says, like, he says, some, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he's, like, basically hoisted by your own petard or, like, you fall oh. you fall into your own trick type thing. I, I didn't pick up. I remember reading that line, yeah. but I did not pick up on that. Wow. Yeah. I thought the... If I'm not mistaken, in the moment, because there's two references, I think, to Dumbledore's mustache twitching, yes. like he's uh-huh. laughing, and I think that's one of them, which I thought was kind of dark. Oh, that's him laughing? But Yeah, like he's like okay. holding, stifling a <laughs> yeah, laugh, yeah. kind of, or smiling. I, I, I read like that, a, and I was like, I wonder, like, is, it's so is bushy, he twitching, right? so it's like or like, what is, is yeah. Been, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Uh, there are no which exams. I thought would be out of character for him, right. but that's just me. I wasn't the person who wrote it, so apparently it is by <laughs> oh, nature in his character. Hagrid is back. Hermione's recovered. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, Hagrid. Yeah. What an Azkaban. It's <laughs> messed Hagrid. up. Yeah, it is. And then Harry's like, hey, guys, this is a telephone number. And it's just so sweet. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. So I, I like the ending. I taught your dad how to use one. I felt like it was more satisfying than book one, which seemed to wrap up very quickly. I mean, this still wraps up very quickly, but at least there's some, it feels like there's some sort of justice. Like, hey, yeah. <laughs> all this stuff is happening. Things seem to be going back rather yeah, than yeah. like, all right, bye, Harry. You know what is the most astonishing thing of all the chapter huh. is that after this happens, Mr. and Mrs. Weasley let Jenny stay at school <laughs> for the rest of the thing. <laughs> I can't imagine too many uh, situations in well, real Harry life where and Ron saved them, so. a parent of their generation wouldn't be like, well, you're out of here. Like, we're at least coming home until next year, that type of thing. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay, well, all right, bye. <laughs> Glad you're okay. <laughs> Glad you're okay. Yeah. But I, it might be a reflection on the fact that, like, bad things happen with magic all of the time. So this is a pretty extreme yeah. one, but, like, they went through the second Seamus wizarding blows war. himself up, like, 15 times. Like, it's, you know. Or the first wizarding war. They, they, did. they mean, sure did. I was they like, wait, young, the second yeah. wizarding war hasn't happened yet. But, <laughs> yes, they went through war. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited for the summary book. Yeah, me too. Evaluation. Probably next week. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Until then. Lawn's ready. ready.